Welcome to Next CLT. Next CLT is a business development initiative that focuses on strengthening companies owned by black indigenous people of color in Charlotte. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Next CLT podcast. Hey, today we have Michelle R. Horton. She's the founder of University Drive LLC. So it's a national organization really that provides learning and professional development. But I won't get into all of that but, so that Michelle can tell you some more. But Michelle is really a catalyst with Next CLT. She's one of the brain childs around helping us make our companies better, keeps us in line with making sure that we are better as an organization as well. And she does many, many different things. I'll let her tell about some of it. But one of the things I, I learned about Michelle, something about dancing with the stars. And so pretty interesting. So welcome, Michelle R. Horton, to our podcast. Hi, Eric. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'd like you to give us a snapshot of your journey through University Drive. So as a CEO of this organization, and you know you do other things. So tell us about that journey and some of the other yeah. things you do. Yeah, well, I, I think I like to look at myself, Eric, as an accidental entrepreneur because it wasn't something that I set out to do. It It really happened organically. So my career started out in human resources and then marketing. And marketing is where I spent the majority of my time working in Fortune 500 companies and then moving over to teaching marketing in higher ed. And I've been in higher ed now for over 10 years. And so I love marketing. I love students and began to, to merge some of the marketing education in one place. And I started to create programs on campus um, at my first teaching opportunity, which was on the campus of Johnson C. Smith University. And as I began to create programs and inviting the community in, the students showed up, but the community showed up as well. And that's when, as they say, the magic happened or the rest is history or in my case, herstory, because <laughs> um, someone offered to give me money. And so when someone offers to give you money without you asking for it, you got to pause and t and pay attention. So um, that's when I saw that there was value in what I was doing. The market, the community, the students saw value and 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 the need for programming um, in specific areas around exposure. And then I was able to bring in the community onto campus and we start seeing in things happen. Relationships started to build. Um, students were getting internship and job opportunities based on, you know, these programs. And then it moved to another campus and then another campus and then organizations. And, you know, it's been 12 years now and I haven't looked back. <laughs> so that's, that's, um, that's how it, it really all came together. And so I, I do feel rather blessed that my passion my purpose and my profession are all the same thing. I don't have to split and dissect who I am based on the area that I'm trying to feed. And so I do, I am, I feel really um, grateful that I'm able to do the work that, 
that is my heart work, H-E-A-R-T, and the hard work are the same things. And so I just really enjoy the work that I do in higher ed, in marketing. I feel like it's all the trifecta, like it's all come together. All of my life experience, professional experience has culminated into, into university drive. So. So that's great. So your hard work and your hard work have kind of aligned. And yes. so you can be uniquely your own self each and every day. Each right? and every, that, and that's really a lot of the work that I'm, I'm helping others do, or especially young professionals, um, students, because they, they do want to be their, their best self, but they want to be, you know, they want to bring their best self to work every day. And, and no one wants to be one person in one place and another person in another place. It's exhausting. And so, yes, I get to, to be my true self every day for good or bad, but I do <laughs> get to be that, that one person. That's so cool. Hey, Michelle, as the CEO of your company, University Drive, and your parallel work as you work with your university in your role, yep. tell us about that intersection. And, you know, because you're a CEO in one space and you're an executive in another, how does that right. intersect? Yeah, well, you know, perfect alignment again, where where when I um I am also a graduate of Wake Forest School of Business. So there and that's where I'm I'm currently, you know, housing as far as, you know, my my higher ed work. And they knew um about university drive and the work that I was doing and I they never asked me to not do that. They never have never seen it as a as a as a conflict of interest. Quite frankly, they've always seen it as a complementary extension. Because when I'm in the community, when I'm talking to students at other, you know, places, sometimes that's a bridge. And you know, I've I've actually recruited students to come to Wake with the work that I've done. Um, corporate sponsorships, having employer relations come on campus and hire some of our students. So it's actually been a a good, you know perfect storm or alignment. Um, I remember um, when they asked me to come do this job. Now that's been 10 years ago. I said, well, Wake Forest can feed my family, but University Drive feeds my soul. So as long as they, those things are both fed, it's a win-win. And so I've tried to always remain true to that. It does get a little you know, difficult in terms of balance and managing the schedule from day to day. But as far as the work, they actually complement one another as far as some of the exposure that I get at Wake, I get that that real time, you know, trends in the marketplace, what employers are looking for, you know, what's happening, you know, uh, feet on the street, you know, and I get to really know what those new things are that folks are going to need. And so that actually is informative for me as a CEO of University Drive, thinking about new programs and new offering. It actually, you know, is very complimentary. We had a, a pretty difficult uh, two years with yeah. COVID and the pandemic. Tell us about how you actually were able to adapt during that lockdown period and now mm -hmm. kind of like the post period. Yeah, well, you know, for me, COVID impacted my business in a more positive way because thinking about um doing things virtually, I was already sort of in that space. Uh, I'm not at wake every day. So I was already working from home 
for, from the wake perspective. But for University Drive, that was probably one of my best years from a revenue standpoint, because now there was this growth and heightened need for programming, but virtually. And I did, I was extremely busy that year as people were trying to figure out how to still deliver content to their stakeholders. I was able to do that from the comforts of my own home office and I kind of got spoiled. So um, personally, it was rough because my kids were also at home at the same time, at least part of that lockdown. So, but professionally from a university job standpoint, um, I I did very well um, with business and also was inspired to create an extension to my business. I was inspired with the program that I'm launching here soon by the end of the year called the Career Maximizer. So it, it was it was very um, impactful to to my business as far as the work that I do. When you think about the great resignation that happened during that period, people were looking for something different. They wanted to pivot. They wanted to, you know, explore different roles. And but many didn't know how to do that. They felt stuck. And that's a lot of the work that I do anyway. And so I was really um, getting a lot of, of traction during that time period. So that's fantastic. So the pandemic, even though it was a tough time for many people and tough for you as well, because I understand you lost your voice since you were uh, doing a whole oh bunch of speaking and stuff. But yes, <laughs> you know, but even though it was a tough period, you also kind of like from a vantage point of work, you were able to like elevate more because Absolutely. the value that you brought to the community and to businesses was able to kind of like be illuminated in that space. Absolutely. I maximized and I really had to really think about some of the things that we, you know, uh, talk to our cohort members in Next CLT about you know, next level growth and expansion. And, you know, the pandemic certainly had us all thinking about what our next was, either personally, professionally. Many people left corporate to start their own businesses or wanted to change courses. And so it was that I, I definitely rode that wave as well and just started to think about new ways to deliver um, what it is that I do and the virtual piece, even at Wake Forest, you know, we, we, the kitchen moved, you know, the classroom moved to the kitchen. And so helping my team transition to providing support to students virtually, it was just, again, um, in alignment. So fantastic. You know, you mentioned Next CLT and you are one of the key developers of the Next CLT Business Accelerator yes. Initiative. What would you say are the key differentiators for, for, between Next CLT and other entrepreneurial organizations that are in this space yeah. as, you know, entrepreneur support organizations or service organizations? Yeah, and, and I'm grateful for this experience to be, you know, on the, the building blocks or, you know, uh, of, the, of this, you know, initiative. One of the main, I think, core differentiators for Next CLT is the personalized and customized nature that we take with Next CLT. You know, we, it's, it's easy, and as, a, and as an educator, um, I, you know, we, we like this system approach, this custom or the syllabus that everyone follows, but we do something different at, at Next CLT. There, there is foundational components, but I think the, the real driver and meat for us is we really try to understand 
all the members that are are part of the experience, understanding their unique and specific needs and really helping them move towards their next. And everyone's different. Everyone's um, next move or how they define success is different. So it can be challenging um, when you're looking at several members that may want different things, but that's what our mission is, is to help you move towards your next. And the only way that we can do that is to give you the, the pieces that you need for your business. And I definitely think that model has been um, super impactful. And I've seen a an accelerator uh, connector as well with the members within the actual cohorts. I mean, just the types of programs and the way that we do it and really building a learning community, but also uh, after the learning sessions, there is space for them to continue to connect. And as entrepreneurs, having a, a support system and a community is super critical for not just only just the entrepreneurial journey in and of itself, but there could be opportunities for collaboration. Um, and we definitely could you know, provide a space to do that. So I definitely think our personalized, customized nature um, where we really get to know each of the members, what their specific goals are, and we make sure that we deliver to help them move towards that. As you say that, you know, as being with Next CLT, being a connector, a facilitator, um, building a bridge so that the businesses can actually support each other and that immersive learning. When you facilitate sessions for Next CLT, what do you wish the leaders you work with understood about their role of CEO of their company? Yeah, something that I've had to work on myself, which is another, let me just say, another unique differentiator of Next CLT is that we are the leadership. We are entrepreneurs as well. So we understand the journey and we are relatable. And so that's that's a big deal, I, I believe, as well. But one of the, the big things um, that I wish the leaders would understand and continue to do is the importance of working on your business, not just in your business. And I think because we as entrepreneurs have to get it done and we have to wear several hats at times, we spend more time working in the business than on the business. And so one of the things that we try to isolate in the next CLT immersive experience is giving them this dedicated time to work on the business and having the right team is critical. And so we do spend a lot of time on, on the, the team, on, on building that the human resources portion that will allow you know, the CEO of an organization to really focus on whatever their goals are, next steps, expansion, growth, whatever those key um, goals are for the organization, the CEO needs to be focused on that and have a, a strong team to, to help support the day-to-day -day operations of the business. So working on your business, understanding your business, the numbers, um, the foundational pieces that and having to being able to navigate and be flexible when there's something like a pandemic, that's important. That's important. That planning, that succession planning is really critical. And that's that on the business kind of work that, that the entrepreneurs and CEOs need to make sure that they do. You know, when you say that, so you describe the on the business part, 
What's the in the business part when you think about wh- when they working in the business? Because sometimes people don't understand the difference the the between <laughs> yeah that day to day interacting with customers. You know that ba- basic you know operational pieces, and it could be answering the phones. Um, I remember one cohort member during the pandemic was having a really hard time just finding a a, a, a receptionist, and so when you're having to do the the day to day job um, of delivering the service yourself as a CEO that can be distracting and you're actually delivering on that product or that service instead of focusing on how that product or service is being delivered you don't have to be the one doing it but you have to have a strong team that can and so we like to say in the weeds of it and and I think sometimes entrepreneurs CEOs get stuck because they enjoy it. Like me, I enjoy the work that I do. So I can, I can get stuck in the weeds because it's the type of work I, I created it. And sometimes turning that work over that in the business work over to someone else in, in delegating can be, it can be rough. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, you know, you trust in somebody with your, with your baby. And so I think that's why that team building piece is so critical. It's super critical to make sure you have the right people in place to do the right job so that you can do your job. And CEO is not the in the business work. It's the on the business. Thanks for that clarification. And putting both of those uh, in alignment, because I think sometimes people miss what the on and the in means. And right. so thanks for, thanks for sharing that. Sure. You know, you talk about baby and you know, you're a college <laughs> professor, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mother, you know, yeah. you, you wear several different hats and you care about people and you care about the entrepreneurs, but you care about your family, etc. What's one initiative on your whiteboard that wasn't there 30 days ago? Yeah, it, that scale gets unbalanced sometimes, uh, Eric. But one of the things that um, have popped up uh, initiative on my whiteboard that wasn't there 30 days ago is um, focusing on the input more than the output, or in my case, the learning versus the teaching. So as a college professor, as the CEO of University Drive, I, I, I do a lot of output. I do a lot of teaching. I do a lot of delivering. And I need to do more of the input, more of the learning myself. So I want to make a really conscious, intentional effort in making sure that I am doing, getting some of the learning myself, pouring back into me, filling my cup with information, with um, innovation, imagination, all the things that I'm going to need to continue to do my work and be a leader in what it is that I do. And the good news is I'm in, again, (laughs) this great spot because I'm in higher ed. I'm where the knowledge is created. I'm I'm seeing and and seeing the students, you know, it's almost like having a focus group, you know, ongoing. So I, I'm there and I get to be on the cusp of new initiatives and things that are happening in the marketplace. Um, and so that that's been super helpful, but I need to be a little bit more intentional in looking at some more professional development for myself to make sure that I am learning as well, new and different ways to do the work that I do. You know, Michelle, as you talk about that, what is something that you would focus on for you to learn new? What is something that's out there that, you know, the rest of us may not even be thinking about that you're saying, hey, you know what, I need to 
be more intentional about learning this particular thing or these two particular things that actually is driving the trajectory to our current to our future? Anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah, technology is is not going away. Um, And I think the pandemic escalated that for us. Um, I remember there was a time where certain learning institutions would never deliver content online. And now it's become a mainstay, even though we say we're post-pandemic, we haven't gone back to the original, you know, position because we now have observed how technology, the virtual, you know, interaction can actually be helpful. And so I think for me, um, currently looking at technology, um, looking at platforms, um, different apps, features, and ways to do my job more efficiently um, and effectively. And I, I definitely think that technology plays can play a key role in education. I mean, we've already seen it, LinkedIn learning, and you can almost, you know, find anything that you want to do on YouTube these days. And so where to place content where Michelle doesn't always have to be there to deliver it, but you can still get it. And I think trying to look at ways to continue to deliver that content and using, um, you know, I guess they call it, uh, tech ed, education technology, like, like FinTech has done. I mean, Financial services and how they've leveraged technology has really been game changing. Online banking, banking from home. I mean, it's it's really, you know, helped folks um, in live a better life, um, that convenience. And I think finding ways to do that from an education standpoint is also an opportunity there. Well, great, great. Thanks for sharing that. Now, there's always a lot of successes. <laughs> However, you know, we all have some things that we may call failures, we may call lessons learned. What's been yeah. your biggest failure in the last year and why do you think that happened? Yeah, and so I think connecting that back to my experience pers- per- professionally with COVID, you know, seeing a, a really great year, I really got distracted um, and spent, there, there was a gap of time in my business that I just wasn't focused. And I took my foot off the accelerator, so to speak. I'm always using driving things with university drive, staying behind the wheel. And I I got distracted personally, as well as what was happening around me. And and even though 2020 helped get me back on track, um, you know, I had to really take some time to refocus on what it is that I wanted to see in terms of my next for university drive. And I think, you know, like you said, maybe not failure, but just, you know, an area of opportunity is continuing to make sure that I don't lose focus personally. So, you know, while I'm sitting here preaching to the choir, helping others, I'm saying to myself, have you done this? <laughs> you know, are uh-huh. you, are you, are you building out your next? Are you looking at your, you know, day in the life? Have you, you know, looked at your um, strategic agenda and, you know, for your own business? And so while I'm continuing to support others, I took the focus off of myself and I need to refocus and do that. You know, thanks for sharing that because, you know, a lot of times it's kind of like a doctor, right? So sometimes a doctor does a great job of taking care of patients, but he or she doesn't do that with themselves. Yeah, I thought about the nurse. I actually had to speak to some nurses at Novant Health, and 
they said they were, you know, nurses are notorious for taking care of others, but not themselves. So absolutely. I think the medical field is a great example of that. Um, where givers typically, that's all we, we, we've, we get into this habitual space of giving again, that other question, the output. And so now I really want to focus on the input as well and, and be a little bit selfish, you know, and making sure I carve out time for working on my business as well. So all of these principles apply to, to my business as well. Wow. We live in a city called Charlotte and Mecklenburg County. And, you know, next CLT is a business accelerator. Why is Next CLT important for entrepreneurs in this city and our county? Yeah, I think in particular, you know, Charlotte, the Queen City is is a it's a it's a dynamic space for, you know, work, live, play, shop. I mean, it's it's a great city to be in. And I think entrepreneurs and small businesses have a very important role. Um, when you look at the impact, the economic impact that small businesses make, it's huge in terms of um, just employ, em, employing and, and, and jobs and helping the community. Um, and I think that NextCLT um, helping entrepreneurs of color with access, exposure and impact is super, super important. Um, I think making sure that the folks in Charlotte know who these entrepreneurs are and the entrepreneurs are able to know who the right folks are in Charlotte so that they can continue to grow and have an impact. I mean, the economic impact of, we all know of small businesses is, is super important. And so I'm, I'm grateful again to, to work with the organization that that's our primary goal is to continue to help um, small businesses, particularly of color, move to their next, continue to grow and be able to, you know, provide support economically and otherwise to the community and surrounding areas of, of Charlotte. Michelle, thanks for that statement, because we know that entrepreneurs provide jobs. We also know that businesses owned by Black, Indigenous people of color, if given the opportunity, can actually grow and scale to make sure right. that the community is a better place to live. Earlier on, you talked about the fact that you, you get the unique ability to do what you love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what are you passionate about that you have not yet added to your things to do? Yeah. And see, again, it's all like meshed together, but I think I'm a marketer through and through. And I think there's so many different um, ways to extend my reach that I just haven't done outside of Charlotte, outside the gates of, of Wake Forest. Um, I think that there are so many opportunities. I love um, connecting with people, talking to people and being able to continue to give back and doing podcasts like this or having a blog or, you know, using my marketing skills. I like to, you know, call it edutainment. I like educating and entertaining and just doing more where I can use my voice in a, a positive way. I would love to expand that a little bit more. Um, I, I like the Oprah Winfrey approach, you know, or, <laughs> you know, the television radio Something like that, that I could really, you know, inspire the next generation, um, young professionals um, with just the information that they need to continue to get to their next, even if they're not an entrepreneur. I'm a first generation college graduate, and there's a lot of information that I didn't have 
going through um, school and which was part of the driver for building university job as well, um, closing that gap between where they are and where they need to be. There's a gap, especially for first generation um, college students. So I want to continue to do that. But outside of just the, the collegiate space, I think young professionals now, even seasoned professionals could um, could learn, you know, some additional ways on how to continue to build their next, whatever that is whatever that is for them, I think would be exciting for me. Hey, that that's so cool. So edutainer, tell mm-hmm. us a little edutainer. bit about your dancing with the stars experience. <laughs> oh my goodness, Eric. <laughs> so I remember I tried to avoid that. Uh, but, you know, knowing everything that that organization it, it stands for. So it was with the pink house of Charlotte and they are, a nonprofit organization that provides support for women with breast cancer and African-American women are, um, have an increase of impact as it relates to breast cancer. And so it was an opportunity for me to do something that I love dance and while helping out, you know, um, women that, and men that in our community that need support. And so that required training. I mean, I think I started training around October, November, and then, um, the actual event was that following April and I think I raised close to $40,000. And so I was, it, it was, it was definitely a, a sacrifice. Um, but it was one that I won't, you know, ever forget because I was able to really make a contribution to the work that the important work, the necessary work. So women, if you're listening, make sure that you get your mammograms, men as well. Um, and make sure you stay healthy. Hey, Michelle, thanks for sharing that. You know, thanks for also spending time with us today during our next CLT podcast. Know that we appreciate you. We we appreciate all the work you do to make us get better as an organization, to make our companies grow and scale. Know that I appreciate the feedback and just your, your knowledge and wisdom as we are work and doing this work for next CLT. Any last words that you would like to say as we wrap this up? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I think you, you know, have tapped on this bug, Eric, of of this podcast or something. But thank you for your leadership, the work that the important work that you're doing for the organization and really having a voice for you know, entrepreneurs, another voice uh, for entrepreneurs to spread the word and to be able to grow um, and, and, and get to their next. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, we had Michelle Horton, who actually runs an organization called University Drive. And thank you so much for joining us today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.